What's up, guys? My name is Audrey Powell, and this is NYC. And today I am joined by none other than the soon-to-be famous Alec Byswinger. Hello. You sound like the guy from the um, the hello. Yeah, the guy from the um, <laughs> what is it called? Grocery cart, grocery cart. Yeah, from Halloween. Just a shout out to him. We love him, kind of. We stand him. We stand him. We should, honestly, I do. I tell people that story. They're, they're like, "Oh my god, that happened to you!" And I'm like, "No, it's hilarious." I wanted to meet him. Maybe we should go to Flatiron and just see if we can find him. Hell just, yeah, baby. Hell yeah, baby. That's been our little um catchphrase. We've come up with a few catchphrases. I don't know where that came from. It was us, you, though. You said it to Sam in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what it was. But it was just the most, like, it was just, you it, You didn't even say it ironically. It was just like, he said something, I think he was judging you on something, and you were just like, <laughs> hell yeah, baby. And it just kind of stuck after that. So whenever you're in doubt of yourself or somebody's questioning you, just be like, hell yeah, baby. Or our new favorite, some people are going to be mad at me. And, and that's, that's okay. okay. That's like a Twitter video or something. I don't even know what that's from, who the girl is, but she's got like red hair and she always has a Snapchat filter on. And she just posted this video of her talking in this weird monotone, like, I don't, this just voice, like character thing. And she was like, some people are going to be mad at me. And, and that's, that's okay. okay. Well, shout out to Sam and Courtney. Um, we miss you. We love you. So Alec and I are both... Drinking your Diet Coke, I'm not going to lie to you guys, it's already been a long day. I got up at 4.30 this morning to go line up outside for an open call, and um, I'm going back literally like an hour after we record this podcast to actually do my audition. So Alec, it's time to spill the tea with NYC. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself and like how we know each other and why you're in the Cité. Well, my name is Alec Byswinger slash Hart, however you know me. Um, Hi, Alec. Hello. Um, I'm from Birmingham, so I grew up in uh, like Pelham, Hoover, Alabama, and I met Audrey in community theater when hell, we did Shrek yeah, baby. the Musical at the LAC. Iconic. It was um, iconic. That was like six years ago now, I think. Was it? Like that long? five or six. Oh my god. Because it was my... It was my senior year of high school. It was my, between my sophomore and junior. And I was bitter that I didn't get the lead in my high school musical, so I quit. So she said, I'm going somewhere else. I'm going to. I'm going to show them. Yeah, I sure did. Uh, And I did. But it was honestly the best decision I've ever made because I met you and Sam and everybody else in that show, but mostly you and Sam. And then we just kind of maintained friendship. And I currently go to Ohio Northern University. Go Bears. Yeah, go Polar Bears. Bears. Um, But they say go Bears, too. Um, And that's in Ada, Ohio, which is about an hour south of Toledo. It's very cold. It's very flat. And it's full of corn. Um, I'm getting my BFA in musical theater. I'm currently a junior there. I have no other majors or minors because I'm a one-trick pony. Right. (laughs) Um, But I am becoming a triple threat as we speak. Oh, Um, my God. And I am in the city right now because I'm on spring break. I wouldn't really describe this as spring, but no, it it's is. freezing. This morning it was like 20 degrees, felt like 10, and I was standing outside and it just like, what? Do and I people in Ohio are like, oh, it's warm. Let me <laughs> crack out the, the short sleeves. <laughs> Let's put on our bathing suits. 
Um, but yeah, so Alec is here visiting me. Um, we have been living together for the past oh, couple Several of days. days, but it's fine. We're used to it. Whenever we go to audition conferences, we always live together. So um, yeah, I've loved having him here. It makes me like want him to move here. I've tried to convince him to drop out of school and move couple here. Times. Just a few times, you know. Um, but Alec... And I went to his first NYC open call audition. Yes. And Alec, um, what was your experience like? I just want the detail from a new perspective. Yeah, so we got up real early, as you do, for right. the, the non-ec open calls. Because um, we are non-ec for life. And non-ec for life. Number four. <laughs> number four. Um and so we got there, what, probably 6.30, Yeah, but that one took a list. So, like, the difference between certain calls is, like, some companies will accept an unofficial list where you go into the front desk and sign up, and some won't, like the one I went to today. So you have to stand outside until the building opens at 8. Right. But this one took a list, so but, we were lucky. Yeah, so they opened the lobby some, like, around, like, probably 6.30-ish, mm-hmm. and they started taking the unofficial list, so we signed our name up. We remember... 107 and 108. Um, so that means we were still... Pretty cut. early. We were early, but also, like, late, if you think about it, because we were the 107th and 8th person at, like, 6.30, 6.45 in the morning, which right. is ridiculous. Well, but the the thing about the unofficial list is people can, like, sign up their friends if they want to. Right. Which, like, I honestly, or I really don't have a problem with that. Just, like, they just get up and do that, and they literally go back to bed for, like, two hours if they live in, like, Midtown. Right. You know, so it's not a problem for them. Um... So, yeah, we did that, and then we went to a Starbucks, and they were playing, like, really bumping music. It was for that lit early in, the in there. <laughs> like, I don't even remember. It they wasn't My Humps, like, um, but it was that. It's it was... something similar. Because it wasn't like, My Humps, My Humps. It wasn't that one. It, it was My Humps. Um, I'm about to pull the video. I don't remember what song it was. I feel like it was a Sierra song. Yes, Sierra. I'm pretty sure I don't remember what it was, but it was lit, and I was having a grand old time. Alec was not as thrilled. <laughs> Yeah, it was just, like, really early, so, um, that was our Okay, I found it, I found later. it. There were other ones, too. There was, like, a Sierra song. That's the song. I wanna run down with that booty on me. Yeah. Yeah. But they were doing, like, all kinds of stuff like that, and I was trying to drink my latte and eat my At coffee seven cake in the morning. And, like, wake up a little bit. And so we went back, and um, I met some of, like, Audrey's friends that she's run into at um, various open calls, um, like Daniel, Abby, uh, Matt, and then several others, too. Celeste. Yes, Celeste. Um, And then there were some that, like, you know, we all kind of knew, and I saw some of my friends from ONU that just graduated, so that was fun, too. But what was, like, your, like... My experience? Yeah. Um, so basically we were waiting to, um, get typed in basically like normal for NYC, like open calls. They typically will type everyone that's like there and say whether or not they can use you. Which if you don't, if you are like unfamiliar with it, typing is where they take your headshot resume and based on that, they'll say whether or not they want to see you audition for them or not. So you might show up to the open call or the any audition and not get to sing, which you can't take it personally. It happens a lot. Like if they don't need a you know, if they don't girl, need a five eight brunette like me, then they don't need me. Yeah, they like can't use you. you right, know, and that and they might already have one. They might. Just if they're doing newsies, they need one girl and how many guys, you know? So right. it's just like 
they're saving their time and yours. It allows you to go home or go to another audition. So I don't know. I don't see a lot of harm in it. But they were doing this really weird thing where they took like 50 people's headshot and resumes and then they would take those back to the people in the room. I guess all three of them were typing it. And then um, they would come back and read like who they wanted to stay and sing those like 50 people or not 50 but like whoever they kept out of the group of 50 um would go and sing and then they would wait to hear back if they got a call back or not which then we later found out you would show up the next day for because alec got a call back i did at my first new york audition for an open call. That was uh, beautiful. Like, the entire open call process is pretty much just a waiting game. Like, even this morning, I was waiting to, like, see what number I was. And they posted a list about whether, like, depending on what number, if you were this number through this number, you needed to come back at this time. Which I appreciated a lot because it was like, okay, cool. Like, now I don't... wasting anybody's time. Right. This way, I got to come home. I got to take a cute little nap. I got to hang out with Alec. We got to record this. It's like, okay, now I have part of my day. Yeah, but like, with this one, we were just waiting and waiting and waiting. And so finally... But the thing is, you have to experience that because it's yeah. But usually, I've, I've heard that even with non-act theaters, like... It, the typing process usually goes faster. But the way yeah. they were doing it, they were just progressively doing it. But which, you got whatever. typed in, so that was good. But I did, yeah. I got typed in, and I ended up being the group of 10 that right before they broke for lunch. So at that point, like, I had been there. I have been out since, you know, 6 in the morning, and it was one thirty at that point. They said, come back at 2.15. And so I we ran to Chick-fil-A for lunch. Thank God. I just want to th- – Chick-fil-A is, like, two avenues or three three avenues, I don't know, away from um, the studio that a lot of the auditions are held at. And I had been, like, running around getting Broadway show tickets. Um, And so we went to Chick-fil-A. But... Yeah. Um, So I... Finally, they called me back, and I was seen, and then I waited a little bit, and I found out I got a call back. And so they were like, hey, can you come back tomorrow at 10? Um, You might be singing, you might be dancing, we're not really sure what we want you to do yet. And so I was like, okay, sure. And so I went to that, and I sang some. I sang a festive song, and then yeah. I spent some time there. But yeah, it was fun. It was a good first experience. Yeah, I just knew that him being here, we wanted to do something like that, just because you want. It's nice to be able to go to like your first open call with somebody that you know, and like also we got to introduce you to all my friends, right? And that sort of thing, and also knowing like how to check into the studios, what elevators to use, and right. stuff like that. Just so you're not, like, doing social faux pas when you're by yourself. A.K.A. And, me at my first open Yeah, call. well, and, like, nobody really knows, but you don't want to... It's it's better to avoid that embarrassment if you can. Right, and I didn't. I faced it full on. Um, shoot Your Shot 2019, that's another one of our mottos. Hashtag, yeah. Hashtag Shoot Your Shot 2019. Um, but, yeah, we've been doing lots of fun little things. Um, we went to Soho, and um, we'll talk about that a little bit later with yeah, the hospital of the week. My friend Will was in town. Will and I have known each other since preschool. Um, we just went around to some shops that he wanted to go to. It was really fun. And um, we saw the musical Be More Chill Tuesday night. Was that yeah. Tuesday? Yeah. Oh my so God, that was days. the day of the open call. And Audrey ran and got some tickets for us in the rush, so we got some good cheap orchestra seats. Yes, um, it was a good show. Every, I really liked everyone it. was like hitting me up afterwards on my Instagram, like, "Oh, like how was it?" Yeah, like, every, everyone, everyone wants, to, wants know. to know. So if you want to know, here's the tea. Here's uh, the tea. I thought it was. It's very contemporary musical theater in the sense, like, it has the classic like pop rock score that you would expect out of like a show centered around high school students. Yeah. But, I thought it was really good. Like, it was a very fun 
show. And it was well acted, in my I agree. Opinion. Like, everyone in it was very strong, vocally and acting-wise. Like, I, and I and enjoyed... And their comedy, like, the comedic timing yes. of the cast they was were all, on point. They were very funny, and, like, they made really strong choices, which I appreciated. And I think they've been with the material for so long, that's right. why. So the musical started out at a regional, regional. theater and then moved to Off-Broadway, which... Sometimes people think that, lol, also, if you hear, like, fizzing and, like, glugging, ASMR, ASMR, give us a little, uh, chug and, ah, ah, oh, yeah. We, um, we love ASMR. I don't really love it, but I think it's funny. I think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want us to do more, let us know. Yeah, send us a shout out. We'll make another episode. We'll, we'll give you some Okay, that was dumb. Um, okay. Um, but so, yeah. What was I talking about? Oh, so off-Broadway and on-Broadway. I mean, it's not really off or on. But off-Broadway shows and Broadway shows are based on the size of the house. Like, based on the size of the people that are watching the show. So, like, there can be an off-Broadway theater. Literally, it could be right next door to a Broadway theater. Like, I don't think yeah. there, I don't know if there is one. But, like, it doesn't matter, like, what street it's on or anything It has like to, that. I think, like... 501 seats or something like that? Like, a, a very specific amount. I don't know, and I should know, because I'm, I majored in acting, and they taught us know. that. But yeah, so it went from off-Broadway to Broadway, and they kept the original cast, so all these people are really well-known for their roles. But that's great, too, because I don't think a lot of them, like, had been, this was their no, Broadway No, a lot debut. of them, this was their first Broadway show, and I just think that's amazing, and I was just glad to be able to support that because they were all so talented. And, and young. Like, young. most of them are pretty young in that show. Like, I mean, a few were definitely older, but, like, even then, like, everyone needs that break, and the fact that they kept the cast, like, from really, like, development all the way right. through was impressive because that doesn't always happen. Usually producers step in, and they're like, oh, well, we have this star that can be in it, you know, and it's like, that's not always the best option I think but because they haven't been with the show right but I think like you could tell this cast had been together for a while and it was really well right they seemed really comfortable with each other and um so if you're in New York and you just want to see a show that makes you feel good and also it's really relatable and the music is just and it was very easy to follow like even though like I was kind of worried about like it's gonna be like yeah I was like worried about video game humor and like kind of the nerdy humor I was like am I gonna get everything but there weren't like references that you were like supposed to know that I didn't about like video games or anything like that was in the back of my mind I was like I hope I can follow this um but no it was super easy to follow and I think that it's definitely some I'm glad that we saw it because I think it definitely will get nominated for some Tonys especially because this season it's been kind of slow but it's about to really pick up there's a lot of stuff about Uh, to open Beetlejuice Oklahoma Hadestown everything's coming yeah Watch out, April. Isn't Tootsie coming, too? Mm, I think it is. That sounds right. And Moulin Rouge is coming. Oh, my God. I like, can't wait to see that. Like, late this year, I think. I think it's in July. Oh, wait. Then maybe that won't be in the... It probably won't be in this season, but it's this year. And yeah. it looks stunning. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try and see that. Um, but tonight, we're seeing King Kong on Broadway. Um, and we got those tickets today. I'm really excited to see the puppet. I don't know what it is, but, like, puppets <laughs> just fascinate me. Like... Giant, it's huge. like I saw Warhorse the play when it was on tour, and it was one of the best things I've seen. The puppet literally was alive, and I was like, "This is a horse puppet," but it's just yeah. kidding. It's an actual horse. Um, I listened to a Skype session from the stage manager, and they have the the people that run the puppets are like dancer slash ensemble members called the King's Company, and they're the ones who pull on like 
the puppet itself, while that has a few automators backstage for like facial features and certain stuff and like moving the bigger parts of it, but they do a lot of like the hands and feet and like head movements. And it takes like 15 people to run that puppet every night. And it's like 2,000 pounds. It's ginormous. Like, it's crazy. And uh, I think we're going to get to go to a talk back with the cast because Alec has a connection. Yeah, that stage manager that Skyped in, he went to school with one of my, well, like my school stage management teacher. Shout out to Colleen Knapp. <laughs> um, and I just asked, I was like, hey, I'm going to the city in a few weeks and I actually wanted to see King Kong. Like, is it possible that like you can introduce me to Matt? And she did. So I think we're going to go to the talk back, hopefully get to peek around the stage or something. But yeah, yeah, it's super exciting. I'm super excited. And we have really cute seats. They're orchestra. Love that. Love a good orchestra seat. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to head to my audition and then we're going to meet up for dinner and then we're going to go see a show. Um, but yeah, so Alec has also been, we've been on the town a little bit. Yeah. Um, we went to this really cool bar called Clinton Hall. Yeah, I really like that. I did too. Ellie took us there. If you're in New York, they have really strong drinks. I highly recommend. <laughs> um, for $12, you definitely got your money's worth. Like, yeah, no, definitely. Like, Cause their cocktails were good, but like, it was one of those, like, you didn't need anything after that. Like, you were set. No, no definitely not. And um, they have a bunch of games. Like, you can that bring games fun. to your table. And um, we played Giant Uno, and I got really competitive. The Uno cars are ginormous. Like, it was hard to hold them. As like, big as your head. <laughs> yeah, like, I was I was like, how do we do this? Yeah. But, and then Audrey taught me some messed up Uno rules. They're not that messed I'm, up. That I've never heard of before. Please comment below when, if you've heard of them, because well, I haven't. I went, when I went to Italy, um, my friends and I played Uno, and they were really competitive, and we played it to the point where it was like, if you lose, you take a shot. And I didn't understand all the rules, so I kept losing, and I think I took about like eight shots, maybe. I was D-E-D dead. And now i Decided that I'm going to be good at Uno, and I... No pick and play. Pick Like, if you have not heard of the rule pick and play, where if you pick up a card, and someone says no pick and play, and you don't say pick and play, then you can't play it if it matches what's I have never heard that, but the last time I played Uno, I was probably 12, Well, I love Uno, so um, shout out to Italy and all my Italy friends for... um, Making me find my passion. Oh my god, and then at Clinton Hall, this is T2, um, there was this couple that were like... I'm not saying it's a problem, but, like, they were older. Like, I at least 50. Late 50s. Like, late 50s. They were... Okay, so we were sitting, like, at a high table, and they were kind of behind us, and Audrey's friends, Ellie and Alex, were sitting on this, like, couch up against, like, the window, kind of towards the front of the bar. Like, in, like, full view of the city, the whole bar, everything. And these people were, like, on top of each other making out for, like, late 50s. Honestly, like, They were probably very drunk and, like, living their best life. That's the thing, though. It's, like, like, great. People are going to look, but I'm like, hell yeah, baby. Like, you live your best life. It was just so funny because it, like, never stopped, too. And Ellie and Alex were like, as soon as we saw this table, we, like, ran. Because, A, (laughs) like, we didn't, we wanted to, like, hang out with y'all and play games. But, B, like, we had to get the hell out of there. Yeah, it was really funny. Um, and then we went to Mickey Spillane's, which we've talked about here on the show. That was actually my survival tip last week. I stole from Michael because they have cheap drinks. $4 drinks. $4 drinks. And then we went to Bottoms Up. That was a, a great an experience. I tried to take a picture in there and you couldn't because there was so much smoke. that, Like, not from cigarettes. like No, like, like fog. fog. Like, like a smoke machine. A dramatic fog. 
it was life. it was like the most interesting thing and you know how you can like smell and taste those machines yes. like anytime it's in a show or something i think i inhaled yeah i'm like gallons. god god forbid like my lungs after that night i, know, I was, was like so funny. i'm not gonna be able to sing on tuesday <laughs> no like my ears were ringing when we oh, came out it of was there. so loud too i was like but i was living crap. i was dancing i was sweating per usual yeah it was fun but it was like it was a lot i was like holy shit <laughs> So, moving on to my favorite segment, Subway Scaries. So, Alec, um, what have you seen on the subway thus far? It's been pretty tame, like, the past few days that I've been here, honestly. And we've been on it. We've been on the train a lot. Um, yeah, no, definitely. But, um, got that seven-day unlimited for this week, which was very helpful. Yes. For 30 bucks. Um, but, actually, it was last night when I was coming. I saw Kiss Me Kate by myself. Um, All by well, Audrey's seeing it in April, so yeah, I'm seeing we, it with we my didn't fam. want to spoil that for her. Exactly, I was um, working. So I was, and I don't care, like, I'll see a show by myself. No, that doesn't for sure. Me. And as long as I can get home, which I could. And so I rode the queue home, and I walked into this car, and I was kind of like, and it was just crowded, and the trains were only coming every 20 minutes because it was 11 o'clock at night on a, two, on a Wednesday. Right. And so I was like, well, okay. And this guy, who I presume was not homeless, but he was sitting on one side of the bench, like, up against, like, the rail thing. And he was just, like, going on and on about something. And at first I didn't really register because I had, like, these earmuffs on. And then on the other side of the bench, like, standing up beside it was this other guy who was, like, he had his headphones in, but he was rapping. And there were people just sitting there on the bench, like minding their business they had their earmuffs on or their headphones in nobody was really paying them any attention but on the next stop someone got up so I wanted to sit down because my feet were hurting from walking all day and so I sat down and I finally kind of started tuning into what was happening and the guy the older guy on my right that I first saw when I got in was rambling about like conspiracy theories me about like, on YouTube. about like the government which we need to do a conspiracy theory segment no, we love that the government is listening I was literally talking to my friend Callie about Hinge per usual. And I then pull out my phone and go on Instagram, and the first thing that popped up was an ad for Hinge. And I was like, gal. Oh, yeah, life. she's listening. I think my agent's name is Tony, so hey, Tony. Hi, uh, Tony. How are but you? But I don't know. I just name him to talk to him. I don't want to name mine. It becomes too real after that. But, uh, yeah, so he was talking about, like, conspiracy. I mean, he he was going on about, like, how we have 60 spies in China and da-da-da, no one's saying anything and no one cares. And so I was like, okay. And then I kind of was, like, tuning my ears to the guy on my left who was, like, rapping. And he was just, like, saying the most profane things ever. <laughs> I was just like... And there was a girl sitting next to me, like, right up against him on the edge of the bench. And she had her headphones in, but she was just literally had the funniest look on her face. Because she was like, I just need to get the hell off this train. The best thing when something weird happens on the subway is when you look at the person across from you and you make eye contact. And you just register. And you just, like, give each other, like, this little smirk. It's like, yes, I know this is weird and so do you. But, like, New York is the central of everybody hashtag minding their business. Oh my god, yeah. Like, people don't care like they have their headphones in their earmuffs on whatever and they are like they can withstand anything on the subway like anything on the bus in the streets whatever like people just don't care they just get to where they're going right and they don't look at you which sometimes worries me because i'm like what if some of that like words what if something like did happen and i would be like help and everybody would be like oh they wouldn't i'm care. looking at my phone i don't know i think if i made a big enough scene that like something actually and you seemed like me, sane you right. know right not like made a big enough scene like 
actually was trying to get just to get attention. But um, yeah. I but I know. think it's iconic how everyone just kind of like goes about their like they don't because like if that happened in say Birmingham, people then would people would be standing there like staring, going, "Oh my god, what's wrong?" Oh with my them? god, what's wrong? And then like here, everyone's just like, "Okay." Like the other day, we walked on the subway. That was the other thing we saw, and I was like, "Oh god!" And we walked on the subway, and my back was killing me per usual. My back hurts. I'm literally 80 years old. And Alec was like, oh, look, there's, like, some open seats right there. And I went, no, 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 we can't sit there. Because I noticed there was, like, brown stains on it. And I'm 98% sure it was poop. So I was just like, don't you dare. And then some people got up that were sitting, like, next to the stains. And there were stains under that. And I was like, you just (laughs) sat down in someone else's doo-doo. Like, you know what? Ask if shit's equity. Oh, my God. Hashtag. Yeah, someone apparently pooped in the holding room (laughs) at a Magic Mike Live open call. Or chorus call or something like that. Okay, but I also heard today... That it was a dog. That it was a dog. I saw that And that a dog, like, walked out of the holding room. Like, somebody brought their dog. But first of all, who brings their dog to To a chorus call? Like, what the... We are not casting Snow Dogs, the musical. Which, actually, that'd be a great (laughs) musical. But why would you bring your dog? To an audition. I don't know. That whole situation is bizarre to me. Channing Tatum put it on his Instagram. Did <gasps> I tell you that? No. Yes. He was like, we have to find out what happened. Who pooped in the holding room or something <laughs> like that. I was like, oh my God. <sighs> yeah, but it was going around. There was poop in the holding room and everybody was freaking out because everybody was and like, someone pooped. It's all over audition update. Oh, audition. Yes. We talked about audition update on here. I have officially joined Audition Update. I will not give my username because I don't ever want anybody to see me posting. I don't post a lot. I just ask questions. Um, but Alec needs to get on Audition Update. I do. Update. I want to. I need to scroll You're going to be in Ohio and you're just going to be like trolling wa- people. Watching New York Audition Update. I'll be like, yeah. It'll be like 2 a.m. I haven't gone to bed yet. And I'll be like, I'm already in line. There's like 50 people. Do you need to get down here? Oh my like- God. Please don't. People <laughs> will actually get down there. Um, but I was worried today because... I am, in fact, wearing my Doodle Bob iconic Halloween costume to my audition today, but I didn't want anyone to see it slash know that I was wearing it because I didn't want to end up on audition update because you will end up on audition update. I don't see why Audrey cares so much. I think that's iconic, but... I just don't feel like being the Doodle Bob I would want to be an audition update celebrity. It's not... <laughs> like, maybe not, like, infamous, but famous. That's what I'm scared of, infamous, not famous. Because, you know, sometimes people would be like, oh, that's so funny. Or other people would be like, that's They'd the most like, extra thing I've ever heard. <gasps> that's her. That's, that's Doodle Bob Girl. It, you know what? I'll take that That's title. funny, though. That's I'd not rather... The, yeah, I'd rather be Doodle Bob Girl than Poop Girl. The Phantom Pooper or something. <laughs> the Phantom Pooper. I'm so dead. Um, okay, so... Let's get off of the subject of poop. Why do yeah. I talk about poop so much on this podcast? Like That's a good question. New York's full of it, though. It literally is. My life is full of poop. Um, so, moving on to our hotspot of the week. Um, so, when we were shopping in Soho, Alec had actually been talking to me about this skincare line that he had been using that was super reasonably, reasonably priced... And um, he just really liked um, the effects that it had on his skin. And by the way, let me just put this plug out there. If Alec wasn't a musical theater actor, he would probably be a dermatologist. He is so obsessed with skin. 
This is true. This is correct. Um, but we stumbled upon this store that actually um, had the skincare line. And um, Alec, why don't you talk a little bit about it? Yeah, so I saw the like logo and I recognized it immediately. I was like, oh, we need to go in. And um, it's called... The brand itself is Decium, and they have multiple like lines within it. Spell that for everyone. Decium is D-E-C-I-E-M, um, and it's online as well, so you can purchase it there. Um, but they have several different lines. So this line is called The Ordinary. We'll come back to that in a second. But other ones are like Hylamide, which focuses on hyal- hyaluronic acid, which helps like moisture barriers and stuff. So if you have like really dry skin... Um, and then there's other brands too. I think there's one called Niod, N-I-O-D, and they have like weird like copper mixtures that you can put on your skin that helps like the iron and the blood flow in your skin and helps keep you young. You're supposed to start using it when you're like 35, so you don't age. It's very bizarre. There's a lot of information I'm online. I'm already aging. I already have wrinkles. Um, I need Botox. Yeah, I know. And then, but going back to that the ordinary. Shady. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I was more agreeing on that one. I was like, this industry is already taking years off my face mm-hmm. um on putting years on my face technically um, we wish it was taking years yeah off my exactly face. um but the ordinary is a brand and that's the one i'm most familiar with and i've used um i've ordered it from their website and also they sell it on sephora.com too but if you live in new york they have this location in soho and one in they said bryant park yeah near bryant park as well but the ordinary is a skincare line that has different active ingredients that you'll find in normal skincare products. Um, there's niacinamide and um, different like retinols and stuff like that. But they basically just sell it in the like some of the most basic forms. Vitamin C too. So if you love like that kind of stuff. And it's really cheap. Like, most of it's under $25. Yeah, yeah. Um, the moisturizer I buy from there is less than 6 The um The serum is, like, $7. The moisturizer that... Did yeah. you see that moisturizer? I was like, got a primer. Yeah, they have primers. They have sunscreen. They have, like... They have, like, light foundations and stuff, too. Yeah, and, I like, I'm being real with you guys. Like, I bought the serum and the moisturizer, and I was like, okay, like, you know, I'm willing to try it because... It's so reasonably priced, and Alec recommended it. My skin is so soft right now. So if you need something for, like, niacinamide's great for, like, small bumps and acne and, like, little inflammation spots, but they also have stuff that's for, like, bigger zits or if you need your, like, skin tone and texture is not super even. So they have literally all kinds of stuff you can try. And, mo- and like, most of the serums, which is some of the most expensive parts of... um skincare are like less than ten dollars but they just get it to a point where it's like chemically stable Mm -hmm. in the formula and um they don't add like a bunch of fluff like the reason stuff at sephora and all that costs so much is because they add fragrance and different moisturizers and they slap a name on the brand you know like drunk elephant or something and they just charge a bunch of money for it right because like it just got famous off one product or something and that's how it keeps like monopolizing but these are the exact same products if not like the ordinary's active ingredients are stronger because there's more concentration of them Mm -hmm. and you just put these into like your regular routine and you can use those um so i really recommend like if you want to start like super simple get like a serum and any of theirs are good like they're not going to do anything weird to your skin and then yeah um the moisturizer is called like natural moisturizing factors and that one is really good too yeah Um, i'm definitely enjoying it and also the products are great, but the store was really cool. Like, the yeah. design was awesome. It's, like, 
white how do you what would you describe the pattern? it was like white subway tile yeah like subway tile all over the whole store it felt kind of like will was talking about how it kind of i think it was will how it kind of felt like a lab but -hmm. then it also kind of felt like a bathroom it was like both right which is like from lab to the bathroom exactly exactly and the people that worked there were so nice um, they were super helpful, and the vibe was just really cool in there. Um, I'll post some pictures on our hotspot of the week. And it was super, like, low pressure. Like, they didn't care if you bought anything or no, not. No, yeah. They just wanted to, like, give you information. And I was like, this is what's wrong with my skin, and this is what I need but help with. But I'm pretty with. sure you bought, like, a serum, a primer, and a moisturizer for under $20. 20 I think it was, yeah, it was either right at $20, a little bit under, and that's just insane. Like, you don't, you don't get that, even in drugstores anymore. No, like, no, no, no. So, definitely do that. And if you have, like, Sephora Flash, like, the free shipping and stuff, you can get it only online at Sephora. But even then, try it there. It's so cheap that, like, even if you're not crazy about it, like, what's $5 in the grand scheme of things? Versus, and if you like, do like it, then, like, that's $5 well spent. Amen. That's, like, not even a meal. No. Not, like, outside of New York, that's not even a meal. No, like, exactly. Anywhere. Anybody can use it. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, that's our hotspot of the week. So, make sure to check it out if you're in New York. Um, and if not, check it out online because I think you will definitely um, enjoy it. So moving on to our NYC survival guide. That was so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've decided I can't do a survival tip every week because I just – I said this last time, but I'm saying it again. I had one technically because Michael gave me one. If I come up with it during this, that's great. But I'm just, like, struggling because I'm – trying to survive and I need to figure out more tips but I'll keep you updated if I feel like giving one I will but Alec how have you been surviving the past six days in New York oh my god you've already been here six days yeah it's five five like five and a half like yeah, pushing six um that's a that's a great question not only have you had an amazing tour guide, I mean, that really helps, so. I mean, I would say definitely my survival tip that I've been feeling the most, and I should have, like, known better, because I go to school in northwestern Ohio, which is pretty cold. Um, like, we had, like, we've had negative 35 wind chill and stuff before in Help. winter. Yeah, like, it gets colder there than it does here. But um, definitely, like, come prepared with, like, gloves, earmuffs, like, stuff like that. Um, I think my jacket's, like, okay. I could probably have a little bit higher quality one, but, like, Definitely ways to keep yourself warm. Um, Audrey's a fan of like foot and hand warmers. Like, oh my gosh, they the save combustion type me. ones. And I definitely say like bring that stuff because it's very windy here, and just the constant going in and out of buildings and the subway and stuff is really rough. Like kind of at school, like I'm really only walking ten or fifteen minutes, and then I'm in class for a while. Yeah. But like the constant in and out is like really hard to take, and like I don't know. I would just say like. Even though it's March here, it's not warm. No, <laughs> and definitely, God, no. And definitely just, like, be prepared when you're coming. Like, look at the weather and really dress accordingly. Cause that's, even, a good, that's pretty much, like, the overall thing. It's, like, check the weather and pack slash dress accordingly. Yeah, because it could be also really hot here, you know, and, and that happens, too. I feel like that's just a survival tip for life. I am such a grandma. I check the weather every morning when I wake up. Oh, I do, too. You have to. You don't, like, nothing worse than a surprise that you get out, you wear a light jacket and you get outside and you're like, oh shit, it is yeah. so cold outside. Or you, um, like. And you're like Audrey and you live on the sixth floor, like a walk up and you can't go back. Like, it takes you five minutes to walk back upstairs right, no, to change your jacket. I walk downstairs, all the way down the stairs and I 
am a little bit cold, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to be cold because I'm not walking back up six flights of stairs. And I personally, like, if I have my backpack, I, like, take my umbrella with me. If there's even a chance, like, a 10, 2, or 2% chance of snow because I'm like, I do not want to be stuck in the snow or the rain, obviously, without any sort yes. of... Yes, so, like, have a have an umbrella. Have a backup. Your, have an umbrella in your backpack. Have, you know... A coat that double that's waterproof. Have earmuffs. Have gloves. Have a phone charger. Like be mm. ready to like live your life. That, okay, wait. I have a survival <laughs> tip, guys, 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 guys. You have to have a portable phone charger in here. It is not optional. It's required. It is necessary. You have to have one. Shout out to my dad's business, Five Plant Partners. I'm using one of their um, portable chargers. I have it every day. Not only do I keep a portable charger, charger. Wow, words. I keep a iPhone like cord and plug thing in my um, oh yeah like a purse too because it's like you never know yeah I mean some places you can get there and there's plenty of outlets but if you're in Pearl and people are trying to like which is the studio yeah um people are trying to like do their hair or like their phone's about to die and stuff like if you're the girl over there with the portable charger you can just charge your phone and like mind your business and your phone battery just drains here like i didn't even touch my phone when i was outside no for two hours and i gone. got in the building and it was like 87 percent. i know that's not dead but i was like what the heck like where did that 13 percent go it. yeah i didn't even touch it like you just took it off the charger and it's been sitting in your pocket yeah like my phone's been sitting on like the, maybe it oh, got a few right. notifications but god forbid you I know, know right oh people want to talk to me oh yeah. no and one other survival tip if you're here for more than like three or four days get the seven day unlimited it's worth it Amen. if you're going to use the tri- like even if you're here for like four or five days it's 32 dollars, and you'll end up saving money on fares and stuff because um, we get on like, the subway a lot yeah and don't uber unless it's like 2 a.m and you're freezing yeah but, we've had a couple of uber moments where but they we were, were cheap like, yeah especially if you split them we were um waiting for the subway and i looked at my city like mapper and it was like minutes 30 minutes well one time it was like 19 minutes and I was like okay maybe we can wait and then it started going up and we and said I was like, hell no oh hell no well in like a private like an Uber X like not an Uber pool was like $12 and by the time split we split that. that I was like I just cause it would have gotten us home in the time that it would have taken us to get like, on the by train. the time we got home the train hadn't even come I was like yeah that's so worth it at right, that point so worth it but yeah we love the 7 day unlimited so. we sure do I love my monthly unlimited she's great um, but Alec, so where can our listeners find you on social media? Yeah, um, I think it's all mostly the same. So like Twitter and Instagram are the Alec Hart, but Hart is H-A-R-T. So T-H-E-A-L-E-C-H-A-R-T, the Alec Hart. And then um, just alecart.com is like my actor website. If you want to book me, um, please let me know. I have a contact page. Um <laughs> Did I miss any social media? I'm not giving out my Snapchat. Sorry, folks. Um, That's a, I'm shocked. I'm honestly shocked. I'm not giving out a Snapchat. Um, and then, yeah, so I think that's pretty much it. Well, I'm so glad that you got to be on the podcast. We're really looking forward to this. Um, ever since I made my podcast, I was like, Alec, I can't wait for you to be here so we can just chat on for people to listen sip the tea sip the tea we honestly didn't spill too much tea but we were being kind today yeah well i i don't want to put that bad karma out no exactly it's just not alec and i are really big you put out you get what you put out you get what you put out yeah that's what i was looking for and And speak it into existence yes like if i'm an audition and alec is in ohio and i'm like sitting there waiting 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 i'll text him and be like just put it out there that i'm gonna be seen by lunch like like, you meaning physically speak it out literally as crazy as you like feel and look like 
it, you have to put it out. Like, just thinking it is sometimes isn't enough. No, no. So I will sit in the audition room and go, I'm going to be seen by lunch. I'm going to be seen before lunch. I'm going to be seen... But I think it's good, like, as long as it's positive. And it also teaches you not to put out things that are negative. Right. Because even if you don't believe in the whole, like... Karma. ...juju of it, it's the whole, like, just those negative thoughts, If especially if you speak them out to yourself, like, uh, I'm stupid, I'm not going to get seen today, like, why did I come here? Like, it just really brings you down and there's no point in it. Exactly. So, like, speaking out positive things, I think, just reinforces it. And misery loves company. So if you're being miserable, everybody else who is miserable is going to find you and y'all are going to become miserable together. You're going to meet that one person in the open call. That's just the worst to be around. Right, right. So just, yeah, you just got to stay positive. Um, But Alec, thank you so much for co-hosting with me. Yeah. It's been a pleasure having you um, here visiting. It's been great. I... I'm just glad to have my bestie in the city with me, and I can't wait until you move here. Tea God, I'm counting let's, down let's the days. Wait. Yeah, counting down the days until your graduation. Are you sure I can't convince you to drop out early? Um, no. no. Get that degree, honey. Get I, that degree. We got to be educated. Amen to that. Rick would have a fit. Rick, Rick, shout out to Rick if you're listening. Hi, Rick. Did you finally figure out podcasts or Spotify? Yeah. Or every time I post on Facebook, Alex's dad comments and he's like, "Can't find it on Charter. Can't find it on I don't know what else. <laughs> on Hulu. Hulu. I'm like, oh my gosh. He it's gives so her funny. so much shit, but it's you know, fine. I that's, appreciate that's it. That's the gag. Right, exactly. I, I'm expecting it at this point. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what, what you is just Mr. Like Rick going to comment? You, you like it, move on with your life. Exactly. Um, but as always, you can find me on Instagram at I am Audrey Powell. Follow us on Instagram at NYC Podcast. Make sure to um, subscribe on Apple Podcast and follow us on Spotify. Give us a review. And um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And we will NYC you next week.